0: Yes we made it, we did, this was an impossible journey, impossible because a month ago, we had no plan, we have no team, we have no hope, the only thing we had was time, and we made the most with what was given, for this crazy journey, I met friends for life, I reached out and connected with people I never even knew existed, Dr. Paul Wallet was the first among dentists to answer my call, Today, we call ourselves brothers from under the mother. I have to tell you, the man has the age of my father, but yes, I'm having fun with him. I can tell you why, because even at 75, he still looks forward with hope. He's still open to embrace the opportunity. I'd like to salute Dr. Eric Lacoste, who has been a friend, one I never met in real life. And together, we went through thick and thin. How can I go forward without mentioning Dr. Paul Dominique, Dr. Robert Boy, who also joined us, bringing his wisdom and influence on board. It's through those chances that I took that change is coming. And yes, we'll be sharing everything back to you. How to go forward without thanking my mentors, people who were with me all through this crisis. Mr. Christian Trudeau, who was a friend mentored and confident throughout this crisis. Mr. André Chatelain, friend and mentor, you were among the first people who accepted my interviews. You went online and shared openly your wisdom and thought with the world. For this, I thank you. For the first time in our lifetime, all interests align. The age of competition is over. The age of collaboration has started. We got two books. Out of this crisis, aftermath and relevancy. I am proud to present to you the authors of relevancy, people who will be joining me on a new summit, maybe our last before the end of this confinement. We all knew that the end of the Great Break was just the beginning of our journey. So yes, we'll be there sharing with you, we'll be there keeping you in the loop, We'll be there, keeping supporting you. Stay tuned, keep your hopes up, reach out, and together we'll prevail. I'm Dr. Bach. Welcome to the office. All right, so welcome to the seventh summit of the International Dental Summit. Um, it's crazy. We, we started the whole thing about a month ago, and now we're, this is the seventh summit. And we have two books to announce. Today, it's the announcing of the second book, Relevancy. You're all part of it. How does that feel? Great. <laughs> Did you we work that late on it? <laughs> I did I know. I did. <laughs> so um, before we start, I'd like um, for the public to know every one of you, and since you know that I'm very late, i am just going to pass you the mic so you can introduce yourself. Let's start with my co-author, Dr. Wallet.'d like to introduce yourself,
1: please. Well, thank you so much uh, for including me, and uh, it's a pleasure to be here with all these uh, great minds in dentistry and business, and uh, it was very enjoyable. Uh, working with everybody um, on the chapters that I did, especially uh, my brother from the other mother, uh, Dr. Bach. Yes, that's him. And uh, he really helped me, um, you know, get through my first, uh, uh, you know, couple chapters. And uh, I'm looking forward to um, about two or three more other books. Um, I'm going to have to find some two-week periods, you know, so I can concentrate on it for two weeks it, because that's, that's the uh, – the man that can write a book in two weeks, and he showed me how. Thank you, Paul. And
0: uh, if we start with the next person, and I'm just going to just name you, because I see the way you look at my screen, but Dr. Anil Gupta, how was it to be in a dentist book? (laughs) How happy was that?
2: (laughs) You know, I've been uh, associated with dentists, pharmacists, doctors, all sorts of people. And it's always a pleasure being with you and uh, Dr. Paul as well, you know, great meeting the other day. And you know, we, we have to show up as leaders and leaders of Liz. that's what people need right now because um, we have to be versatile, resilient, uh, obviously very relevant. And also we, we need to be uh, innovative. So we all have a duty to share our skills and uh, so excited to be here. Thank you.
0: Thank you. Yes. We on to Dr. Paul
3: Dominique. <laughs> um, no, it was just a great opportunity. Thank you, uh, Dr. Bach. Uh, thank you, uh, 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 Dr. ulet uh, Great opportunity. Um, I really appreciate the invite to write the chapter, and um, it uh, it was almost like coming home to me because there were things that you know I had going on uh, in my mind and in my conscious stream for a long time. Um, you know, I, I approached uh, the book from a, more from like a finance point of view and, you know, with, with the whole uh, global economic uh, turmoil. Um, and just to get that down and express myself on, on paper was, was, was really great.
0: Thank you. And for those yeah. who doesn't know Dr. Dominique, when he speaks, it's intense. When he writes, it's even worse. <laughs> Intense, dense, and so truthful. Now, uh, an old partner in crime, this is your second book with me within this confinement, Doctor Lacus. We'd like to hear from you. <laughs>
4: uh, it's, uh, it's it's funny because before uh, before before we started this uh, this journey, uh, I never really thought, or I've never thought about writing a book. Now we wrote a complete book, and now we a, a chapter in the second one um it's a great experience because um you have to you know really gather your thoughts uh put them in a concise way and it forces you and i think this is what you know one of the greatest uh, experiences that it forces you to 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 really focus and think about the message you want to say and if you want this message to be genuine it focuses you to realign yourself with your objective so it's been uh it's been an amazing journey it's not finished uh, and uh, I'm just happy to be with you guys.
0: It's better beginning, my friend, and you know, since I have your phone number now, you're stuck with me. <laughs> 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 no, i like to, uh, to address our Spanish friend, uh, Dr. Julio. You've been a gentle soul with us since the beginning, and I have to say, when I was reading your chapter, there was the, the, the music of Forrest Gump playing in the back, and it was like wow this can make into a hollywood script <laughs> the hu, the huyo, you have the floor
5: thank you very much for the invitation and the opportunity to be with you all today and it was a, a, a different kind of feeling to write a book about something that has to be uh, linked to dentistry but mostly it's to uh, try to express what we really think about our career and what, the moments that we're living right now. And that's the difference. And I try to put some of my experience as a teacher and some of the experience I, I felt and some feelings that I had when I was younger with my father uh, who also was a dentist. And it's a different way to see Dentistry. I I used to I I make a, a couple of papers, uh, and and write before about dentistry. Well, I, I I have also another book in dentistry, and and have a couple of papers that that have been in many langu- languages. But this is the most. Um, uh, it's a true job. It's 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 totally sort of different. It's from the heart. It's it's what I feel about the people that I have around me and the people who is living everywhere and can read about what we think and what we feel about this career and how can we help many, many people with what we think. And that's the idea. And I love it. I love to write it and I love to send it to you and have it in relevance.
0: I have a friend and he's not a brother, even if we look alike. <laughs> Sorry for the insult. Dr. Doe. Uh, you were one of the the, the newest additions to the Alphas. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit what were your experience through this?
6: Yeah, so first of all, Dr. Bach, thank you for uh, for reaching out. We uh it's funny we've we've never talked more in the last uh, Two weeks, then uh, the last uh, 16 years that I've been a dentist, and meeting through this crisis, it's it's uh, it's uh, it's, been, uh, it's brought some traction with regards to what we're trying to accomplish, and it's uh, it's very humbling to be here with you guys. So thank you very much for for making uh making part of this. Uh, it was very humbling to uh, to be able to write a couple of words. Um, you limited the uh, the quantity of words to 1,000, and that was hard. Uh, I had so much more I wanted to say, and i it seems as though by by this experience uh, it gave an itch to write a little bit more uh and to develop more about what we're trying to say but like uh, Dr Lacasse, say you know we when you have you know that opportunity, you do really want to synthesize what you want to put and to express it clearly in you know in uh in the space that you you've got provided but it's uh it's been a liberating experience for sure and uh looking forward to uh to contribute whatever i can to uh, this period uh,
0: in dentistry thank you Duke. and you have you have to be proud of me i spent a month trying to seduce her and we finally have Oh, first female author with us, Dr. <laughs> beast. She has sent me her chapter this morning, but I was so busy trying to put the Zoom online, so I, I haven't touched it. I'm so sorry. I apologize, Dr. Iñárriz. Would you like to introduce yourself and tell us what is your perspective?
7: Well, first of all, um, thank you so much for having me part of this group and part of this book. I mean, it's been such a whirlwind the last month and a half i guess for all of us so it's really cool to be part of something like this because i feel like it's what dentistry in general needs i feel like so many people are lost and the ability to contribute to something where we can help and elevate is priceless so thank you so much for allowing me to be part of this um one thing i want to say is that um and when you do read you know, my portion of my little contribution to this book, I uh, am inherently a fixer. My whole life has been about making things better. And as soon as I make them better, I want to make them even better. So this kind of goes right in line with um, my identity and sort of who I believe I am. Um, And this time is such a crazy opportunity for all of us, all dentists, um, all business owners to pivot in a different direction and do something that is so outside of the box, do something different with, um, you know, what we would have never done had we been busy at work. So the opportunity to step back, not go to work, and really think about what the future holds for us is really exciting. So um, thank you so much. And I can't wait to get a copy of the book and get all of you guys to sign it. So that would be like popped up on my desk. So I can't wait to see that.
0: So we have an invite to go see Dr. Biss at her home, right? <laughs> is that what makes it over? Are you, are you somewhere
4: in the Are you somewhere in the Caribbean?
0: <laughs> we can make that happen,
4: though.
0: That's I have funny. to apologize for Dr. Daniel uh, Nash Daniel, which cannot be here today. And since uh, it is very eleven, he has resumed practice today. So he apologized wow. to everyone and said his regards. And uh, we'll be sh- maybe in a month from now, when he's going to finally emerge <laughs> from what he has to, to dive in, he will be back. Also, there's uh, Martin Laballé, who's the uh, CEO of the, uh, the uh, International Dentist Institute in Montreal, who cannot be with us today because he has uh, something to give himself, but he sent his regards. Now, uh, if you all agree with me, this is going to be the formula. Since we're so many on the line i'm gonna i'm gonna serve as host i'm gonna introduce the questions and i'm gonna ask maybe two of you to to answer this question and then i'm gonna move on feel also free to ask questions to the other authors because at this stage this is a dialogue and let's try to to make it a, a dialogue so um without more further ado let's start to dig in i started this crazy journey by myself uh, confined home and say, where are we going and what's gonna happen? Then I started going online to reach for strangers. The first one who answered me was Dr. Paul Wallet and he was smiling. (laughs) That was the first uh, greeting I I got from him. And we we spoke. We spoke, it was recorded, it was online, it was his dog barking in the back. And even so, it was genuine, it was real. Then uh, I went, that day I went through a lot of interviews, and I fin- I started the day with Dr. Wallet, I fin- ended the day with Dr. Lacoste, which was uh, somebody I met from, I met at school, but I never really spoke, and then uh, we started speaking. Just like Dr. Wallet, he was smiling the whole time, saying, oh, worst case, worst- I'll go bankrupt. I-, I don't care about myself, I care about the people I'm helping. And we connected. Believe it or not, uh, and the, the many other dentists that I have to This was by Saturday. By Monday, I had a plan. I had I just took pieces from everyone, and we get a video up. We had a plan, say, if we do this, we might have a chance. Then I called back Dr. Wallet and say, what do you think? He said, you a superstar. <laughs> That's how it started. And uh, we started working on that plan. The video is still online, and we, we did talk about a means to resume our activity while in pause. It was tele-dentistry. Dr. Well was the first to mention it. We brought that summit on, and then Dr. Duke has his own company of tele in Montreal. The second point we were talking about, is how to to find patients. How to, to make this, um, some, I'm sorry, the, the second point was with Dr. Alain Obe, which mainly was say, like, how about we make the most of this time and let's watch seminar to make bank on our C credit. And that was the beginning of the confinement. Everyone said, yeah, that's a good idea. But today's, so I'm, I'm sick of seminar. I don't want to see anybody anymore. Believe it or not, within a month and a half, we built our own summit, and this is the seventh one in dentistry. And in total, we have hosted nine summit, including the one in economy. So uh, yes, it is possible to just set up and to, to improvise, to, to play your part, even if your part has changed. Then um, we arrived at the fact that we need to find patients back in our, in our chairs and how we're going to resume it. So uh, with Dr. Like us, we had we went to the idea of, yeah, we have to open up our heart and to, to maybe greet people differently. And that, we got a book out. It's called Aftermath. It's a way for us to resume our relevancy and also a way to bring back the patient to our chair as soon as we'll be opening but to all this surprise, I, I spoke with my friend, my new friend from Florida. I said, hey, Dr. O, what do you think? Said, oh, yeah, I did that in the past, 10 years <laughs> ago. So that came to become the Well initiative, which I learned from Dr. Wallet to uh, package a way that dentistry can be, that we can give back and also resume our practice as soon as possible. And the only point that I haven't covered since was I was talking with Professor Thomas Nguyen from Harvard, who said that a lot of students will not be graduating this year and he has no clue how it will work. We still don't have any answer for that, but that was the only thing that we have an address. The rest, we have plans, we have people coming together, and at the beginning we, had, we didn't have a name. Today we call ourselves the Alphas, even if that's gonna attract the thunder on us. <laughs> this is how we started and um, mainly relevancy is the the story of our journey together how we 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 find our a new purpose moving forward why it's we're doing it and also uh, for 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 whom we're doing this so my first question would be what would be your hope that people will get out of this book
4: I think, um, I think this book, uh, cause I've read the whole thing. Uh, I think this book brings a lot of different perspectives, uh, on, on a very common uh, topic. So hopefully, uh, and, and we each have common realities yet they, they each have little details that are different. So, uh, what I hope for anyone who, who, who choose to, to, uh, read the book and, 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 and live the, the journey through the pages, is to be able to find, uh, um, I mean, it doesn't mean that every single chapter will be relevant to each own reality, but I hope that everybody can find something, uh, some kind of inspiration, some kind of elements or that they can relate to and they can actually build upon. And, and, and if we have achieved that, I think uh, 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 the book uh, serves its purpose.
0: Thank you, Dr. Like us. Anybody else would like to add on this?
1: No, I agree. Um, uh, from what Eric said, and I went through many of the chapters. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to go correct all my misspellings and and grammar and so on. And so I'm getting to see everybody else. What you're doing a much better job than me, but I'm I'm learning. And uh, every, there's something for everybody, as as Eric says. And uh, and also we open up for questions from. Um, doctors that might pick this book up uh, we want them to uh, you know come join us as well because we don't have all the answers we we just have some starting things that people can do to uh, maybe uh, get their business uh, started up again I'm currently at my son's office right now he just opened up last week in Florida and uh, he says dad it's like I'm busy I mean he's he's got a full schedule right now i we had to go move a car in the parking lot my car because uh, There's no room for somebody to park. So, in Florida, at least the patients are, you know, starting to come back. Uh, we're doing extra precautions, uh, and uh, but nobody's really, uh, you know, upset or or scared. So I'm really surprised. This is my first time, you know, actually seeing it in action uh, in my son's office.
0: Thank you. Is there anybody else like to add on this? Maybe one last intervention. I could. Oh, go ahead. Uh, Anil, Anil, you're you mute. you put, you mute yourself.
2: <laughs> okay, yeah, no, um, you know uh, we can learn something from everybody, and the compounding effect of that is huge. So um, little, little, it's it's always that little nuance that the difference that makes the difference. So there's a lot of uh, different viewpoints, different uh, skill sets, and and and. Uh, different knowledge that when you apply it all together, people think knowledge is power, but it's not. It's only power if you implement. And um, the secret is to um, remove the old way of thinking and create a new way of thinking, which opens the space for you to be creative, adaptive, uh, and resourceful. So um, very excited about this.
0: That's right, I get. it. Was...
7: I was just going to add that from um a lot of what I've read I just feel like this is just the right time and the right message and you know human beings in general crave and they need to have a connection um to others and they need to feel safe um and I think that right now a lot of us are going through a stage where we're feeling a little bit shaken up and we don't know who to talk to or what to do next. And I think this platform provides everybody that feeling of connection with each other and that we're all in it together and also the safety of moving forward. And so from there we can grow and contribute. But I think that is so much needed right now and what you're doing um, by providing that to others is huge in terms of helping others Lift up and grow. So, I'm just going to say, like, the connection aspect of it is huge for me from what I've read.
0: Thank you. And I can't wait to read what you read. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Um, so, my second question would be You had my perspective of things. Now I want yours. What were the problems? That, that was what I'm were the bad. problems? We, we, we took the time to write a book about a profession, hopefully there was a problem we're trying to fix.
1: (laughs) I think the problem is fear, you know, fear of the unknown. And uh, I'm just so surprised that uh, it seems to be business as usual here. And I don't know what it's like in other parts of of the uh, country. I have my ear to the ground, you know, trying to get information about what's happening in Atlanta. Um, we're slow. We're doing a soft opening in Atlanta. Uh, excuse me one second. I have to look at an arch wire. My son is putting this arch wire in. Okay? Real life right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, now that looks good. We to to <laughs> yeah, that's good. Okay. My son is an implant uh, dentist, but I taught him ortho years ago. He ran my ortho clinic about five years ago. And so he bends up all these real fancy wires. I can't even do it as well as he. And uh, I'm supposed to be here doing this, but I'd rather be with you guys. So as usual, as an orthodontist, I'll point my finger. So it's the fear, I think, is what we all have right now, not knowing you know, what's going to happen. Uh, there was something in a blog yesterday. One of the doctors, I think it's on orthopreneurs, um, Dr. Krieger, Glenn Krieger, he was excited he saw 68 patients in his practice uh which he probably sees about 100 because he has a very busy practice but he was so excited about getting to walk out to the car and have the parent roll the window down and interact with the patients in the parking lot so we're going to experience these uh, you know new things to us because we're not going to have waiting rooms like we did in the past nothing to read um it used to be if you wanted to start a practice, you would hire somebody to come sit in your waiting room so that when your morning patient came and when they were leaving, they would see somebody sitting in the waiting room that was your afternoon patient. So we're going to get back to that. There won't be a lot of people in the waiting room. they'll be waiting you know outside. So those are just some things that um, are going to be different and things that I've experienced, but I haven't been back up to Atlanta. Maybe Paul Dominique might know something as far as what's happening in Atlanta with the pediatric practices.
0: Gone back
3: to normal, and they're seeing. I mean, n- nobody is seeing. You know, nowhere near the case volume that they were seeing before. Um, uh, but some are pretty busy, and then some are just, uh, you know, just uh, barely having patients uh, come and come in at all. So it's it's I'm, from everything I'm hearing, it, it's uh, pretty mixed.
1: Is hygiene started up again?
3: Uh, all that starts, and for dentistry for children, all that starts up next week.
1: Okay. So, this, this is just a uh, work in progress, so we're going to have to have a couple more of these meetings and then we can report back as people open up. And uh, Julio, how about uh, in your country? Yeah, what I think is that we have
5: a lot of, re- of responsibility with our patients. And we have to fight with the misinformation that we have in right now in the streets. Many people uh, are seeing by by the web or from mm-hmm. internet many information, mm-hmm. and what we have to do is to validate them or to show them how the thing really is. In our practices in dentistry, it's gonna be we, we have to make a, a lot of efforts to 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 make it more more uh, uh, friendly to the patients and. Easy to uh, the, we have a, make a new flow chart about the patients and how they are gonna get treated at, at the at the office. And also we are trying to make uh, contact with every patient to see how they are feeling. Uh, that it's a different approach than what we're usually doing in in our offices. And we are also trying to make it like um, a connection. With general public also, and we are also given, like we talked in the in the last summit about the thermometer, the digital thermometer, the the uh, pulse, uh, the oximeter, and all that stuff, ready to all the people in in a building that I work. I have a, a it's it's a building about uh, ten floors or something like that. And all the people in the, in, in the building knows that we are having this, this kind of things. And we are doing it for free to everyone who wants to get a check on how they are doing and every day. And we don't have any problem with that. Uh, the idea is to change. The idea is to give. The idea is to fight to the misinformation for all the patients and for ourselves too.
0: Thank you. Mm-hmm. So the the two problems that we're hearing here it's fear and misinformation. Since you were stuck with only a thousand words, <laughs> Doctor Do, would you like to? Uh, Where do I start? <laughs> yeah. What do you, Where do I start? Considering how would you answer those?
6: Uh, I mean, my my wife is a is a dentist also, so I get a lot of um, I get a lot of those vibes that have come along in the last couple of weeks regarding. Uh, some some issues that dentists believe that, you know, the uh, obviously we need to manage those. But like I said, and like you mentioned, um, a lot are lost. The, they're a bit overwhelmed by the situation. Obviously, we do follow what's going on with regards to um, what our professional orders tell us. And uh, sometimes it's daily. Sometimes the, we have a couple of emails a day but even as of now um you know there's no fixed date per se um at the end of the day it's going to be best practices you know i mean what we do believe that will make sure that we practice in a safe environment for us for our patients for our staff um and there's a lot also that is linked with the perception you know of the public i mean you got to make sure that they're safe if you want them to show up and uh Obviously, the affluence of patients will not be the same at the beginning, but we still have to uh, take into consideration that now there's been—it's uh, going to be like two months, so it's two months of backlog of patients for and for some that you know need to be seen, um, you know, quicker rather than later. Some have been able to hold it off for a little while, but those will be your priorities once things uh, get back now you there's only as much that we can service right with regards to the number of hours the number of operatories that you have and so that's also another factor that needs to to come in um but yeah that's pretty much where, where i'm at and i do believe that with regards to what what you've been put up and what you've been doing with this platform it's uh it's going to give us traction. It's going to give uh, the right momentum to continue and push forward and be more proactive uh, in, the, in all of this.
0: It's just strange that I'm the host of my own book. <laughs> so I have to ask questions, but I'm listening to all of you. And the feeling I'm having is we are complaining. We are just listening all the problems that we are facing. We have fear. We have misinformation. We have being overwhelmed. We have also the perception of the public. Is there any solutions provided in this
3: book? Somebody help me. Well, back, we're in the age of VUCA. Do you know what VUCA is? Please delight me. VUCA, okay. It's an acronym that was coined at the time of the end of the last Cold War. So it was just around the time, you know, when the Berlin Wall was was fell down, so the late nineteen eighties. And it stands for volatility, uncertainty, complexity and ambiguity. And that's where in another age of VUCA going forward. And uh, it's hard to say where we will go as a society because we've never faced this type of issue in our lifetime, especially when we did face a pandemic in the early uh, 20th century, but we were not as interconnected as we are today. Um, So there's a lot of uncertainty going forward, but I think I've made it quite clear with my research and my data, and as far as dentistry is concerned, that we have been going down about a slippery slope for a long time, since the end of the like, late uh, 1990s. I mean, the data from the American Dental Association's chief economist is pretty clear. Uh, and it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a call for our profession to wake up. And I think COVID gives us that impetus to wake up. But the fact is, I mean, I'm sure all these dentists, these great uh, professionals who are in front of me right now, I'm sure they're not aware that right now in the United States that U.S. hospitals that typically don't have dentists, that don't have any dental equipment, are billing more money for dental-related procedure. sorry, for dental-related conditions than the most profitable DSO on the planet, which is Pacific Dental Services. So if we look at billings for dental conditions, in 2018, Pacific Dental Services, I believe, which is the, 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 the largest DSO in terms of, of gross income in the United States, I think they're billing between 1.4, 1.6 billion dollars. In 2017, the combined billings of all hospital in the United States, so all the hospitals was 2.7 billion, more than double what uh, what, what uh, uh, Pacific Dental. Oh, sorry, not, but close to double what Pacific Services is billing. And that's the hospitals again that don't typically don't employ dentists and don't have dental equipment. So we're clearly not reaching the majority of the population here in this country. Um, utilization among and elderly adults is probably around hovering around 36% for the last several years. So clearly, we have to use COVID, we have to use the suffering that we're all going through to change the paradigm, to change the narrative in our profession. And this has to be, we have to direct this. Because again, the ADA uh, chief economist, he was pretty... uh, you know, he, 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 he was pretty uh, clear, you know, that if we don't, you know, we will cede control to our profession. Um, and we, we definitely cannot afford for that to happen. I mean, we as dentists, we have lost the ability to provide anesthesia for patients when we, you know, in the, in the I think it was in the mid 19th century, we were the first ones to demonstrate the use of anesthesia. And we can't, today we have, we have seen that to medicine. So going forward to achieve the ultimate relevancy, we need to have a discourse on how we want to see our profession going forward and how we drive those changes so we can, in other words, democratize our profession,
0: but still stay in control. Mm -hmm. I told you it was intense. (laughs) Anybody like to answer to that?
1: So how do we educate uh, the emergency rooms, the physicians, um, I thought our association should be doing a better job of that. Um, and then you know maybe they would triage and, and send them uh, to an emergency dental clinic. I, I've seen emergency 24-hour dental clinics, uh, you know, in different cities, and um, they should probably be on the front line, you know, for medical or dental related problems rather than having the uh, wait, uh, um, the emergency rooms uh, inundated with these patients. So you're asking,
3: how do we go forward from here? How do we get these patients out? Th- those are very good questions. I, I, I mean, if you ask my opinion, I think tele-dentistry is, is, is I mean, it's probably going to be the major driving force to help prevent that from happening.
1: That's great. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, people will go online. So we, we need to get the word out that you start at a virtual site, either on your phone or your computer, and don't bother to go to the waiting room. They probably put a big sign outside the, uh, each waiting room. We don't see dental patients. Go online. You know, and, and then um, we could create new businesses that would take care of uh, you know, triaging these patients as dentists would do the triage. Correct. Mm-hmm. I know that
5: today,
0: we have an owner of a dentistry company and I like to challenge uh, Dr. Doe. How would you take dentistry and make it the center of relevancy of our next step?
6: So to to add on what uh, Dr. Dominique and uh, Dr. Willette said, I mean that that was you know directly what I had uh, in mind as well. I mean there there must be a way to uh, to reach out to these patients so they don't have to wait 10 12 hours to finally end up with a prescription, for instance. Um, there there must be a way to triage those patients and i you know i mean the the, the platform that we came with uh, i believe is one of the ways to get uh, whether it's in the hospitals it could be elsewhere as well i mean it could be in uh, in residencies it, it could be in uh, you know family practices uh, pediatric practices the the idea is access you know so that uh, that the physicians you know who are not well versed in our disciplines um, can provide you know, uh, a right solution for those patients. And, um, you know, I believe the, the avenue is that is it's virtual care. Now it's something that is not mainstream at this moment, um, here in Quebec. Uh, but you know, I mean this, with everything that's going on, we've been projected a couple of years forward and there's no uh, choice in my head, but, you know, to adapt in certain ways. And I think that is part of the ways that uh, the practice, the practice of dentistry needs to be shifted.
0: Hi, I'm Dr. Back. Welcome to the office. Welcome to MDex. We are in the midst of the confinement. I did escape. No worries, I'm all alone by myself. But mainly, I am eager to resume my work and to welcome all of you back to clinic. This is addressed to all my patients, to all my colleagues, and also to all my peers. If there's one thing that I've learned through this crisis is that going forward, we need to share, we need to stay together, and we need to, to consult each other in order to find the better practice, the better way to move forward. Yes, all enterprises are fighting for their own survival, and if this one thing that I've done for the last two months is asking for a break. It's calling my landlord, calling my banks, calling everybody to ask them for a break. Knowing that it is hard for everybody, I'd like to thank all those who were very comprehensive and cut on our fees, cut on our payment while they themselves are fighting. For this, I thank you. Looking back at you, I know that you've been through the same thing, maybe even worse. So, before you ask, yes, our biggest big thing for MDX, to cut you some break. Going through this, there's one man I met. His name is Dr. Paul Wallet. He did that about 10 years ago, at the last recession. He found a way to keep the economy running, to save his practice, and also to be part of society to a better level. And I am proud today to announce that the Wallet Initiative will be implemented by Mdex in Canada, and everything that we do will be passed on to all of you. To my patient, they will benefit that break. To our new patient, you're welcome to join to the effort and to join with a smile and a hope. To all my colleagues working with me, yes, there's a way to resume work. To all of you, your peers and colleagues, we'll be sharing with you everything that we've learned on the way, what we've learned, what worked, what didn't work as I promise this is not a competitive edge it's a way to save all of us it's a way to stay relevant in our ministry it's a way to stay relevant in our society this is the wealth initiative for those of you who missed the summit it is available online for free but for the rest of you i am just eager to see you smile to shake your hands to give you a big hug and yes i'm a hugger and the virus won't change that I'm Dr. Back. Welcome to the office. You talk about access, but how about affordability? The public has spoken. We are way too expensive. And I think that Dr. Meliko covered that. Um, is there any way that you think going forward with the industry we can just Lower
3: well yeah, t- 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 tally dentistry is just part of the solution i think it's a great part of the solution but the other part of the solution and again uh, i've said this before i didn't write this in the book but i've said this before in these summits that have come on is we have this professional in dentistry, uh, the hygienist it's that most dentists have in their office. And it's basically what we have is we have a Ferrari and we're driving in like a Fiat. And I think we really need to give the hygienists the legal tools they need to go out to the community, to be supervised, There's so much more of them than there are of us, but we can use, you know, the the telehealth platform to basically to supervise them, uh, to let them go forward, um, to go out into these rural communities. Uh, and, and do what they need to do, and also with patient education. I think from the, from the minute uh, a, a child is born and they go to a, a pediatrician's office, I think they should also uh, part of that visit should also be with a hygienist. And it, it, that this uh, this um, current approach of uh, just two visits a year, it's 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 not helpful for most people. Um, you know, uh, you know, we all know. I know, Dr. Gupta. Your, your. I believe you work in uh, in in motivation. And you know, it takes about what ninety plus days to establish a habit. Um, and you know, they m- most. You know, these young parents. You know, they're just meeting the hygienist. You know, once. You know, or twice a year, it's just simply not enough. You know, to to go forward. Uh, you know, to really eliminate this this, the, this disease that we have, because it's really endemic in rural America. Um, I mean, to the tune, I mean, again, you know, I, all my practices when rural locations have always been associated with rural areas, and we just have, you know, uh, terrible uh, levels of decay and untreated uh, caries in, in these areas. It, it, it was shock, uh, you know, people that come from, you know, the cities or other countries to see what we have here in a,
2: Sure. Well, you know that there's uh, another way we need to look at this is why would someone go to uh, an emergency uh, outlet, emergency hospital with toothache? Because they have nowhere else to go. I've never seen a, 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 like a central care or emergency dental uh, building that people can go to. And this, this, this is a great opportunity if someone were to set that up. It would be I mean, immensely helpful. The, the
3: exist, especially here in this country, but where the, 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 loca- the, location, um, the location of those clinics, they tend to be more in urbanized areas. Um, so it's not really, uh, they're not really located in the areas of the target population. But again, you know, we need to focus, you know, my, my, my whole um rationale for mentioning about the hygienists is because we really need to shift the paradigm and in in, and this again goes back to dental education most of our education was focused on us learning to restore teeth um, you know we really need to change the paradigm to the other way and shift it to more prevention where and prevention is different for every patient some patients they just need a cleaning twice a year but you know, based on my experience and my practices, what I've seen in, 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 in my locale and what I've seen in other in other places I've gone and internationally is that twice a year doesn't really cut it for a lot of patients. Some patients may need to even have it twice a month. Um, but overall, it will reduce. If we go to a, a, a hygiene-based model, we will reduce the need for 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 expensive care um you know i keep mentioning about the practice that i visited in switzerland which is a purely hygiene based practice uh where patients basically uh Uh, categorized based on risk assessment, and that risk assessment is constantly evaluated throughout the year. They have been able to keep, you know, thousands of patients that would normally get caries, they've managed to keep them caries free for five-plus years just through constant risk assessment. Um, And that is something that we can easily do with teledentistry. It's it's something that we don't have to... uh, you know, to bring them into the office for for all the time, but it's simply a matter of just basically, you know, disclosing solution and, and high resolution photography, um, I, I, and these are these are these are uh, 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 cheap things to design. Um, you know, once we're able to scale them on on, on in, you know on a large level going forward. Um, so you know, that's just my two cents. There, we we definitely need. To give our hygienists the legal tools they need to go forward, we definitely need to expand, uh, um, just like our med gone forward. And I, I have seen—I I first saw telemedicine back in the early two thousands, and it, it may have even been in the late nineteen nineties, because I can't remember if I was still in dental school or not. But I do remember going to a rural area of Kentucky and seeing a nurse put an otoscope in a patient's ear and the image was sent to the University of Kentucky otolaryngology department. Um, and you know, that, has, that was probably 20 years ago. So we need to, to, to really uh, push forward you know, with the legislation so we can have these tools, so we can treat more, 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 more patients. We really need to democratize uh, the profession um, and I think once we do that going forward, that we will be handsomely rewarded for prevention. Um, because really and truly, what we're doing is we're not coaching patients, we're, we're intervening and they will always need that because we know if, if we were to rely on patients to do what they would need to do, all diseases, all chronic diseases would be gone. Um, You know, I mean, most chronic disease, diabetes, heart disease, um, you know, the the whole gamut of chronic diseases that we see and obesity that we see patients suffer with today, they're all related to diet, they're all lifestyle related diseases. And uh, so I I don't think we can rely on patients, you know, to motivate them, to get them to eat eat, eat right, um, going forward to to help and and to diet and exercise and do what they need to do to avoid these diseases. I don't think that is practical. Human behavior is a very difficult thing to change, but we can basically morph ourselves into constructive intervening to, to, to being paid to intervene at early, advanced early stages before the disease gets too complex.
0: So to summarize, from correcting the perspective of the public, the perception of the public towards mm-hmm. what we're doing, we are proposing to incorporate the hygienists, to democratize yes. the, the profession, and that will be a means to, uh, to, to promote prevention, but also to lower the cost of a profession. This is mainly what you're saying, right?
3: Correct. And, and we have it a little bit luckier in dentistry than in medicine, because, you know, if a patient has a, a, a heart condition, you know, they go to the doctor, the doctor gives them, you know, a diet they give them an exercise uh, regimen and, and, uh, um, and their medications and how they comply with that determines and how they get better. In dentistry, we have the ability to clean the plaque off the patient's teeth because it's right there in front of us. So we don't really have to to, to, to to we don't really need that high degree of compliance that they do in medicine. Uh, we do need them to comply to have the service done, but we have the ability to clean the plaque off to manage the biofilm, which the doctors don't, the the MDs don't.
5: May May I help you with something about that? Um, we have a, We are a, doing a program right now here in Peru. It's a different Ohio, program. Ohio.
3: It's. Who? I'm sorry. I can't. I can't hear you. You're. You're. you're you can all hear all. me.
5: It's okay. Right now, it's n- better. N- n- it's no. It's your um.
3: You're very metallic. Well,
0: no, actually, it's I think it's a connection focus. Yeah, connectivity. Like, yeah, the
3: connection
5: is better. The, and
3: the, oh, the, the, you can
0: you're fine. You're fine. I think it's the connection.
3: Yeah, I think it's a connectivity issue with me.
5: Ah, okay. Uh, what, what I'm, I'm going to uh, tell you a, a little story that we are doing right now here in Peru. And uh, the problem that we have in right now with the COVID, COVID-19 is that many, many people, they don't have a, a, a enough supplies to fight against the COVID-19. The misinformation is, is it's, it's a lot of misinformation and people are, are very scared with that. What we are doing right now its, it's uh we, we are doing like uh, it's in, like in a study and we are trying, uh, we are starting next week with this program is that we are bringing to some places different places small devices small devices uh, a thermometer an oximeter and one pair uh, one person to take all these uh, things and we are also making a tele, uh, dentist telehealth um, uh, with a doctor in the on the other side of the phone to see if we have any problem what we are doing right now is making this kind of of um, uh, measures and this kind of signs and, and and put it on a chart and in a, in a chart every day for these people and with, the, uh, with all this information, a doctor, if you have a fever, or if you have a cough, or if you have anything, the doctor can say, you started about three days ago. You need to take a rest. You need to stay at home or you need to go to see a doctor. The idea is to uh, fight with the misinformation doing by a, a telehealth a consultation and we are also giving support to many, many people and the doctors is, is stay at home. And they are doing this kind of, 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 um, of work from home and helping many, many people. We are making this kind of effort and we are making a, a few points where we can reach about 200, 300 persons per day in these places and we have a remote consultation with the doctors in dentistry it also can work like that we can use teledentistry dentistry and bring a phone a, a tablet or, or or a phone a, a, a smartphone and goes with a, a dental hygienist and we can also have the support of a doctor in the places they are visiting and they are validating the work they are doing so the idea is to mix technology and mix the, uh, the, um, this kind of reaching to the population everywhere. You can have, even go to schools, in, in the schools you can uh, visit, uh, a dental hygienist can go to school, a dental hygienist can bring out a telephone, they have a doctor who's working at his office, and if they have, any problem, we can make a consultation with the doctor also. And and that's that's an idea in dentistry and how could it work with the population and uh, help to fight uh, misinformation and fight with caries and all the the things that we are usually work with.
0: Thank you, Julio. Dr. Lacoste, you've been... uh... Very quiet, I'm sure that there's a lot coming. Um, we still have to address fear and over the overwhelming factor, uh, misinformation and perception of the plate we've covered. Is there any solution that you were you thinking of bringing forward?
4: Um, well, obviously, uh, uh, from my point of view, I mean, I, I mean, everything we've been discussing is, is extremely interesting. The only uh, downside of that, or, or not downside, I, I don't want to put it that way, is is I think, uh, uh, those, uh, uh, all those innovative solutions require us to, to think, to rethink our profession at a whole different level, because from history, I've, I've, I, like we've seen, uh, technology in, in dentistry and dentistry and I do a lot of, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, uh of course, uh, implants are a strong part of my practice. And, and, and it's one of the, 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 the aspect of dentistry that, that evolved very quickly. You know, uh, we, we came from sending a, a patient to the hospital to get a CT scan. Now we have a CT, CT scan that we can visualize within seconds. Um, we have a guided uh, 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 surgical guide that we can produce. There's also all those things. Um, there's Itero, like uh, digital impressions, everything. Uh, and and, I, and when I, uh, the reason why I'm talking about this is because TILAD to me is, is around the same... Uh, you know, the, the same line of, of solutions, they're technological solutions, and we can't get away from those. However, um, if you look from experience, none of these technological advances have effectively reduced costs or, or increased accessibility to care. On the contrary, these things are very expensive and they, and they they've con- contributed to drive costs higher. So we've failed of, of increasing accessibility, at least to implants, uh, 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 by improve, by getting those solutions. So we need to, if we're gonna go down that road, we really need to sit down and rethink our service and our profession to a different level. Because at the same time as this, as this uh, uh, movement is coming, uh, we also have to take into account, well, you can't increase accessibility and reduce cost to patients uh, if you're not reducing costs to dental offices at the same time, the equation won't work.
3: So well, I think- Eric, just if I interject there, um, I mean, dental implants is, is first of all it's, it's a very expensive technology. I mean, it, it was when dental implant, First of all, we didn't even come up with dental implants. It was they it came from medicine, it came from a, a Swedish uh, orthopedic surgeon. Um, but dental implants were, you know, they're very expensive. They were not designed to really you know, go with the masses. Um, so it's not really a solution. Uh, uh, it, it was not really created, really, with.
4: Um, yeah, but Paul, Paul, um, it, it, I, I agree with you. I'm not saying yeah. I, but, but, but um, if you want to, if we go down that line, I will tell you mm, the same thing about, about hygiene. Have mm, you ever seen a, a patient come in for a cleaning and the cost to, to, to have been reduced through time?
3: It hasn't happened. It's the yeah, opposite. It, uh, n- 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 i can argue that with you um it it, it, it has actually it, it depends on where you what market you are and how you're doing no, it. not in canada I can tell okay me. okay for us for us in in in, in high volume uh, pediatric uh, practices um yet yeah, we we have seen um we, we, there are times and times where we do see reduction in, in, in hygiene fees reduction, you know, where they even eliminate oral hygiene instruction uh, fees. Um, uh, but, you know, you, you, you stated something there where we have to rethink our profession, and I think it's true that we as dentists have to rethink our profession, because if not, you, you know, we, we could end up, you know, uh, I believe it was uh, What was his name, Um, uh, uh, Dr. Bach, uh, the oral surgeon who was here last time? Uh, Dr. Notch, was it? Dr. Notch Notch Daniel, Dr. Daniel. I mean, he basically said in in every instance of disruption that we've had, it's always come from outside the industry. And here in America, we have an outfit where if you want to have straight teeth now, you don't have to go to the dentist's office, you can just go to a corner locate a corner store strip mall location and go into a facility where there 's no dentist there 's no dental assistance, and you can be scanned your mouth can be scanned, and you will receive clear aligners in, your, in your in your mailbox to straighten your teeth uh, i 'm I'm, I'm not condoning that model, but it exists uh, it 's a company now that has a, i believe a, 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 a um, it has a cap valuation of you know well over a billion dollars, maybe 1.1, 1.2 billion when, when I looked. Um, but the fact is that came from outside of dentistry, it came from uh, from from uh, the, uh, it came from actually from contact lenses. It was a company that that started making uh, that disrupted but the contact. But we're effectively saying the same yeah. thing mm-hmm. because I, I'm saying we come
4: to a point where. Mm-hmm. This changes that 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 you guys were, were were talking about uh they cannot come as uh punctual small changes it will have to come as a a new way of thinking and that's that's a different and i think we need to go there if we're going to go and, and i'm all for it but we need to go there if we're going to go down the solutions, because otherwise there will be a lot of problems or it will be imposed just like you were, uh, like you were saying,
3: by other entities. Correct. We we cannot let that happen.
0: But we were talking about our urgency. If we don't change, we will disappear. This is mainly what the both of you are saying. But what is that change? What do we have to change to gain that relevancy? To to change the to shift the paradigm. Well, well I, I, I wrote about it.
3: <laughs>
0: I'm opening the door, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I read it twice.
3: <laughs> Do you want you want to go ahead, Eric? No, go ahead, Paul. Uh, well, no, the change is basically democratizing the oral cavity, which is through digitize, digitization of the oral cavity. Um, you, you know, uh, uh, we need we, we we have this mouth there. It's in it's in the front of our face. It's easy accessible. Um, you know, it's just a matter of using the right devices to digitize it into virtual space where it can be examined in the cloud by multiple dentists uh, in any part of the world. Um, and I think that's where we need to, 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 to bring our profession. I mean, imagine, Julio, in, in, in what country are you in? in Uruguay, right? I, I'm in Peru right now. Oh, in Peru, okay. okay, you're in Peru. Um, imagine that you, you have all the data that you need to treat a patient comprehensively uh, from the United States that's interesting in coming to Peru uh, to get dental treatment um, at, at, a, at a reduced cost. It would be amazing. You would be able to see exactly the patient's condition, their bite, analyze the occlusion, everything. Uh, fees can be negotiated all before the patient steps on the plane and comes to your office. I mean, just picture how that will open up your practice. Um, from my point of view as a pediatric dentist, where I see, uh, you know, where, where I see, you know, caries, you know, endemic caries in, in, in children, high rates of caries in, in, in children in, in rural uh, U.S. locations, it would, it would be so valuable to me just to go on and look at a mouth with disclosing solution and see how well this patient is cleaning their teeth and how soon I think they need to get to the, hyg- the hygienist for prevention.
5: That, that's a great idea. I, I think AI, AI is going to help a lot with that. Correct, correct. That's, yeah, and, and, mm-hmm. and we are going to have it, it. We are... Uh, just beginning with AI in dentistry. AI in dentistry is really just, we have very, very, uh, very few options in AI. And I think AI in diagnostics is going to change a lot, a lot the way we're looking things. And we uh, not only need to use AI, we need to use it and you have to mix it with all the technologies that we are working right now. Correct. also the Correct. dentistry teledentistry and, uh, and other technologies are going to help a lot but i think uh, ai in the in diagnostics is going to help many many people and you don't you know, you can be anywhere in the world and you can use the experience of many doctors linked Correct. by this this ai uh, these ai platforms and uh i mean I've been working with AI uh, a few, uh, about two months about uh, uh, ago. I have to left it a little bit behind because of this pandemic. But and um, the AI is, is going to be uh, the the solution of many many problems that we are having right now. Right. Uh, we have to, to to keep looking for some uh, kind of solutions that that for that uh, many many. I there are things that looks so easy to achieve and so easy to uh, resolve in a, in a dental practice but we as as japanese people you need to start start with a little one then go to a bigger one a bigger one a bigger one and you have a big problem solved and that's the idea I, ai works that way and in, and we we can talk a, a, a more about this and we have <laughs> many, many stages, different stages. You, you need to have a, a priority matrix to see how it's going to work in diagnostics also. Um, we, uh, we, in. we can talk about it anytime. I'm going
0: to jump in a little bit because at this stage, I'm, I'm hearing all the solutions and it's, even if I'm on board and I'm in the profession, it seems like it is so further down the road in the future. It's like this is, it's, it's coming with hope. Well, this COVID has bring us to our knees and we need immediate solutions. And I'm gonna jump in on a perspective, because we, we said about we have to lower our costs to be more affordable, more accessible. But how can we do this if uh, our cost of operation is increasing? And this is the map that Dr. Lakas mentioned. Uh, from my perspective, <clears throat> I'm thinking that we have waste too much infrastructure. There's one dental clinic at every corner, All its one to three and we're basically doing the same thing and we're opening in the same hours and we're having the same waste so by the end of it the the, our average is like we have way too much equipment way too much teams uh that are competing once again the other and this is what bringing everything up in costs well
3: well, 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 back i can go i can again you, you know uh Everything that I'm saying is things is technology that is existent today. Um, we don't have the AI there as yet, but we have the human eye that's there that can be looking at this from the cloud but yes you're you're correct we we have overbuilt i mean before covid uh at probably the 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 height of of, of uh the busyness of the of the dental industry here in Atlanta, where I live, where, uh, where a lot of patients that regularly go to the dentist are complaining that it's so long to get an appointment. There are so many empty chairs in in various dental practices throughout the city, and I think that's true in any city. And again, by democratizing or digitizing I hate using that word democratizing; it sounds like I'm a communist, but uh, which I'm not. <laughs> but by digitizing the mouth, again, we have the ability where a dentist is able to the treatment plan away from the patient, away from the office, get a very accurate representation of the oral hard and soft tissues. That it could build another model where a young dentist that's coming out of school with a lot of debt doesn't want to have to uh, to 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 take further debt to build a practice. Doesn't necessarily want to work for DSO, but can engage with patients online. Treatment plan them and then rent space it, from a from an existing practitioner from an orthodontist that has like five offices that only uses a, once a day in each. Um, it 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 will bring a different business model there that again will basically reduce the cost because you've taken the whole bricks and mortar out of the equation um, and using the bricks and mortar when you absolutely need it. You know to, to get treatment done. I mean when I look. Um, at most you come to most. I don't know what it's like in uh, in Peru, but when you come to the United States, it's not surprising to see these mega practices, fifteen thousand square feet, and probably about six to seven thousand square feet is used for uh, administration. Thank um, you. The the I I think uh, uh, the only
4: problem is right now between what we're talking about and the reality that we're we're living in today. I mean it, there's a big gap. And, and 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 I think that most professionals in, in my industry, and I think Dr. Biss can, can interject on that, uh right now people are, are wondering, I think the the most common concern is how they will survive. How will they open tomorrow morning? How will they at least resume, when I say resume, I don't like to say the word because resume says going back to hold habits, but you have to start from somewhere. And for everybody, for most practitioners today, they'll want to start at exactly where they were because uh, starting uh, uh, more or less between March 12th and March 15, 16, which is pretty much all the dates where everything stopped. Um, everybody has been accumulating debt ever since this day happened. So I don't think that right now uh, the industry or, or the professionals will be extremely open to say, oh, yeah, I will, I will incorporate this change. I will change my philosophy. I will change my ways of doing things and no, in I a very, agree. very short term. In a very I, short term, people want to live. They want to pay I, their rents. They want to pay I, their, their mortgage and stuff like that. So we have to start from there. And, I agree I mean, with you, Eric. And, and, and it, because otherwise, it, it will, it will, nobody will be receptive to those great ideas. You know, I, agree, I agree with you, Eric. Um, and, and, and if I may, can you, and, and that's where I was going. Because uh, when we talked together, uh, one of my main concern was to figure out a way. And, and I was listening to you guys, uh, especially Paul, you, Paul, and, and say, you're, you're like five, ten years ahead of, of, of where we are right now. And it's beautiful to see, but there's a gap. And, yeah, and we have to right, we have right. to fill in that gap somehow, and and, and 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 that is with my colleagues who are calling me, uh, uh, um, all all dentists that I'm working with, they're not telling me about they're not so much worried about tele Actually, right now they see tele as just something that they they have to do because the the order of dentists told them you have to stay in touch with your patients. They're not thinking this much of this as in the, as a few fu- as the future. And, 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 and it'll come. But they're very worried about if this things last for another month, two months, three months, we don't know. Uh, I mean, in, in Quebec, we don't, we don't have a date where we're gonna open uh, uh, and resume practice just yet. So Correct. they're wondering, how am I gonna live? You know? if,
3: I, if I were a general dentist, I, and, I, I, you know, I, I live uh, part of the year in Spain and I wouldn't call me, from a playbook that I saw, uh, during the last crisis, when, when, at the time, you know, when I was visiting state, Spain is one of uh, the largest, uh, dental service organizations. There is large corporate, uh, chain. I think they call, um, I think they call dentics. Dentix. And what they were doing, and I would do the same thing is they were offering free cleanings for patients to bring them in the door, uh, hoping then that they would find, uh, you know, restorative, um, and, and that was a way to, to recruit patients. I would, I would, that would, that's what the solution that I would do if I were a general dentist. So
6: there's yeah, different, no. you know, if I, if I can add, I mean, there's definitely mm. different avenues to that and cost of care is, you know, must be at the center of what preoccupies us because, uh, you know, I, how many patients have, have we seen in the last two months? You know what I mean? um i do believe that uh you know there's a lot that we can learn uh from uh from the doctor welats initiative that uh, you guys uh, broadcasted uh, a couple of weeks ago and along those lines there are you know there, you can take it from there and you can branch out to uh, different other ways so that we can get to help uh, more people and service our community better
0: Thank you. I'd like to move on to the next subject, because uh, I had a, a lot on the table and uh, half of the, uh, the summit has already passed on one subject, but I, I believe that this is something we'll have to come back to. And this is also an idea of which, what this dialogue is about. It's about gapping the difference, building from the, the, the difference and the gaps to move forward. This one big issue on the table, fear. How would I address that? Everybody's smiling. <laughs> I don't
4: personally. I'm not overly worried about fear because uh, um, ever since I mean I've been practicing for uh, for almost twenty years now, and 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 you have a full scope of people. You know, you, you you have people who are already very scared when they come to the dentist. They're scared when you're telling them that you're going to place drill a drill. A, a, a hole in their bone to place uh, something and they're scared of everything and you have other people who who rationalize and you explain and, 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 and they feel very well so I think I think fear is about the scope of people and you're mm-hmm. going to have those people who are going to be extremely fearful and you're going to have those uh, who won't be fearful at all. I mean you go out there and you see people wearing masks, uh, goggles uh, gloves and, and, and they're walking by themselves on the streets and you have other people who who are acting like if if nothing had ever happened. So I'm not overly worried about the fear factor personally. I think it's just a, it's just the way to it, it's it's a, it's relations with people. Uh, I think we as professionals have to be extremely responsible because we know we know more about the bacterial uh, viral risk uh, and how to manage it. But I mean, people usually forget pretty quickly, and, and, and if you take care of them properly. I think fear would be manageable.
6: If we look at it on that aspect, I mean the a dental office in itself, and like Dr. Lacoste mentioned in regards to being responsible in what we do, and I'm sure you know uh, we take care of that, it's a pretty safe place. Um, with regards to sterilization protocols, we're pretty much on top. <coughs> Disinfection, cross-contamination, we're also aware of those concepts. And um, of course fear, Fear, and along with uh, Dr. Julio, what you mentioned about misinformation, well, yes, some people will, will fall you know, uh, into that trap, um, but it's about to addressing that and uh, making sure you feel comfortable in, in
5: their continued care.
0: Julio, would you like to respond to that?
5: Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with that. Um, we have to take care of about how the, we are gonna manage the, uh, an infection control in the offices. And mostly, what we need to do is uh, talk to the people and, and tell them how they can protect themselves also, and not overreact about this this kind of, of measures also, and we have many, many examples of that in the web about how many people are overreacting about this. and basically it's, it's uh, have a, a very, very a very good protocol not, it not has to be very expensive it has to be a good protocol and that's it that's my idea and fear is, is going to be laid down uh, for these kind of protocols and the security that you are giving your patients also tell the dentistry helps a lot and so um, the idea is uh, they can also make these uh, um, consultations by the web, by 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 these kind of platforms, and and that's a, a very good impro- improvement in every uh, in every office. Do some hours of denti- uh, child dentistry or child health uh, to help our patients. That uh, makes to other people that feel more comfortable, and they are very. When they really need it, they go to the office. That's that's the things I'm gonna work with.
2: Hi,
0: I'm Dr. Back. Three weeks ago, we started a crazy initiative initiative to save our economy and to save our industry the dental industry. With this, we arrived with the draft of a plan and initiatives. We had our first International Dental Summit to talk about the first initiative, to Dentistry. It was a sound success, where leaders from three countries came together to talk about how we can implement this new technology. Can tell you that by today, 50 states of the United States have that solution in hand, and in Canada, it's coming. Quebec has just legalized that practice. There are some guidelines. Please follow your local rules. It's a great news. Our voice has been heard. Together, we don't need to fight. All we need to do is to look forward. In France, I'm pretty sure that with Dr. Four on the line, they will be pushing for it. He will have America backing him if he needs help. This week, we'll be addressing the aftermath initiative started by Dr Lacoste and myself, and also the Wealth Initiative, which is something you don't want to miss. And I'm glad today to report to you that we're going to have a fourth initiative, the Dominic Initiative. We'll be coming back on this a little later, but yes, expect that summit to happen. We had an emergency session this morning to have a fifth initiative, the Lack-Cost Initiative, which will take care of all of you. How to address us coming back into our clinics safely and without having to spend crazy costs to just upgrade everything post-COVID. Follow us, I am so proud to be here with you, accompanying you for this crisis. With your help, I think that nothing is unreachable. I'm Dr. Back. welcome to the office. I'm just surprised that you all went into the fear from the patient perspective. But at this stage, and we, we didn't mention at the beginning of the summit, it's the, the fear factor of dentists, it's, it's something that is not irrelevant. It's, it's pretty huge on the table. How would we address the fear of a colleague? You're um, laughing. Tell me what you have in mind.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no, because uh, uh, first of all, you know, I, I've read a lot of the signs and, 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 and no one to this day has proven that aerosols are actually uh, uh, that dangerous, that they actually can hold mm. enough viral concentration to, be, uh, 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 to, to, um, to provoke the disease. That's number one. Number two, uh, I mean, we've been working with bugs, bacteria, viruses, for 20 years. We're protected. We know how to handle this. I mean, everybody who works responsibly and, and everybody who works in a sterile stem cell environment knows how to take those precautions. And I don't think they're that much, there's going to be that much difference. We're going to maybe, maybe add, add one or more, two or more precautions, but I don't think uh, uh, it, it's that bad. So tomorrow morning, I mean, I've done emergencies. Of course, I, I'm down to from uh, 30 patients a day to uh, 10 patients a month uh, with the emergency, not even. And, and, and I haven't felt uh, scared, worried. Uh, it's just the way, it, I think, if, if anything, it, it's brought us back to the ideal way of working. The way we were always supposed to work. And with time, you cut corners because you're used to what you're doing. And it brings you back to being extremely thorough and perfect in everything that you do. And, and, and that's a, that's about it. Um, personally, I've been advocating for the longest time that uh, dentists would be allowed to, to take, to do uh, 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 the COVID testing uh, in offices. And uh, uh, there's a lot of promising technology that, that allows you to do those testing and get results very quickly. And I think that this would have been, the best way not only to resume very quickly our practices because you take a patient, you test him. If he's negative, you bring him in. Okay. There's a risk that he's a false uh, and negative, but risk zero does not exist in any kind of procedure. The only risk zero that exists is when you don't do anything. That's the only time you have risk zero Uh, and you treat him with universal precaution care like we've always been doing. And the patient that's positive, you send him home into confinement. You give him a, 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 a document saying that, you know, your, your test is positive. So if ever you have, you have any kind of symptoms, you go straight to the emergency room with your paper, you've always been being diagnosed, you go home and, and you go and get treated. And that, that, and that would be, uh, I think, uh, there's so many offices. I mean, we have a dental office at every corner of every street, almost in, in big cities. Uh, uh, you've increased your capability, your testing capability by that much. Uh, you've, you've, uh, you, you proceed to, to what I call intelligent or selective confinement where we're starting to confine people that um, only have been tested positive. So you resume a higher proportion of your of your uh, active population and, 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 and these solutions, if not available right now, they're very, very close to being available. Uh, it's a matter of producing enough tests and, and, and being able to, to develop a, a protocol. Um, I think those those were ways that we should focus on much more uh, than, than be overly worried about what may or may not you know uh, happen in terms of uh, catching this, this, this disease. So so yeah, I, I think we're I think the media has gone into this. I think the way we've been managing the risk is not optimal, and it's just, that's my personal opinion on that.
3: My, my gut tells me that you were really referring to financial fair and financial pain. Um, and uh, no. that, at, least, at least at least that's what 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 you know. When people say fair, um, you know that's that's what comes to my mind. And I'll just tell you a story. And you know, I know a girl. She just opened a very beautiful practice um, in a very high traffic area. Ex, you know, very um, exclusive area. Beautiful practice. Spend. Uh, Expense. Um, and I see the fair in her eyes. And then I looked at this morning. I mean, one of the first headlines I saw this morning was Goldman Sachs. They have, uh, you know, revised the update for their forecast going forward. And they're predicting unemployment here in the United States reaching 25%. I mean, I don't think any of us have seen 25%. I don't think anything our parents have seen 25% unemployment here in the United States and uh, GDP reduced by 39 percent so we're going into some really uh, uncharted waters we're going into some choppy waters per se and um, that, that that is fearful for a lot of dentists and you know I sold my practices so I don't I don't yes have to uh, sorry but at, at the um, same time
4: if we're driven um, by fear, Mm-hmm. Uh, this will kill our economies you know <laughs> the only way to prevent mm-hmm. that is mm-hmm. to try to maintain as much as the population active as we possibly can testing yeah. is one of the ways because the right. more you test the more you have active population the more they're ready to go you know? right
3: but but one can argue the damage has been done the economic damage has been done we're definitely going to see uh, you know we're, we're, going to, we're walking into an economy that you know, it's night and day from what it was before. Uh, um, so, going forward, there's a lot of fear out there among us practitioners. And, uh, you uh, know, I, 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 mean, I, think, I think the real damage, I don't know about
4: the mm-hmm. states, I, I want to be very careful in what I'm, mm-hmm. what I'm saying, but, but in Canada uh, to this point, the, the, the programs, the governmental programs, have mm-hmm. been effective in terms of, of, of making sure that everybody's surviving for at least a couple of months. Mm-hmm. So as long as you're within, I think, the, uh, and back, you're, you're better uh, at the economy than, I'm, than myself and the numbers, so maybe you want to interject there. But I think that as long as those programs keep you alive, if, we, if the, the, the reboot or the restart comes within when the program is still alive and the government still have a bit of money to spare, we're, we could be okay. It, yes. If we come to a point where the government ha- cannot, lo- can no longer sustain those programs, and if right. we haven't you know, uh, gotten back to producing, that's when the real problem comes.
3: Right, but I don't know what your con- level of consumer debt is in Canada, but here in the United States, it's pretty high. And typically when a recession occurs, like what we saw in the last recession, the Great Recession where dentists suffered, um, you know, typically what we see is we see deleveraging uh, among consumers and saving among consumers. And one of the, the, the items to get cut is dentistry, because for a lot of people, which, again, I've made arguments why it shouldn't be this way, but for a lot of people, dentistry is a luxury. Um, and they worry, the first thing they want to do is with a lot of these incentives, a lot of these programs where the government's putting cash back into the people, they tend to basically pay down debt and then save. Uh, and that does affect you. I mean, last year in America, again, this is pre-COVID data, we saw last year in America, uh, I think it was several, what was it back? It was 7 million consumers were 90 days delinquent on a car payment by more than, uh, sorry, it was more than 90 days uh, delinquent on their car payments. Um, Seven million Americans. We saw that here, and that was that was pre pre COVID. So we are going into a high fare environment, and I am for one, I, I I don't feel good about that. Um, and and how do you mitigate that fare? I don't know. That that keeps keeps me up at night. Um, and I don't have employees to pay anymore. I, you know. Um, so the, the, these are, are worrying factors. They're worrying times. That that's why again. Uh, you know, again, maybe because I have the luxury to, to think this way, but I think we need to, you know, use this as an impetus to change our model.
0: Actually, I'm right in the middle of it, and I will tell mm-hmm. everyone, it's, uh, it will be one of the biggest mistakes for us to try to resume, trying to minimize the, uh, the damage. The damage is done, and the more you try to save uh, the national spreading, you'll be spreading the damage yourself. So it's like uh, in, in the, um, the old mentality of war, it's like you have to find your way of surviving through death. So at this stage, death, let's say it's, it's death, you will have to embrace it to maximum. And from there, you, you're gaining time. So what is death? It's death. It's mainly you're buying time. You're borrowing time. And with time, you have a chance to, to, to redo yourself. I'm seeing that from the perspective of an entrepreneur. I'm seeing this as a perspective of uh, somebody who has a payroll to me. But as a cost, as a consumer, it, it is the worst thing you can do right now, it's it's always it's, it's already being bad. If you're trying to, to save now, where are you gonna put your money? What what are you gonna do? So the only thing you can do is say I'm gonna just try to survive to this darkness a little longer. This is not a way to go. But I know this is the way that we used to, to react to fear. And I'm looking at uh, at who you are, I think you have something to say, because the entrepreneur fiber in you is, is talking, but I'm just looking at uh what Dr. Doe has done. He started this crisis, okay, there's a void, let's fill that void. He invested, and I think that the mind we can bring on the table at this stage since we're we're sharing it's one of the ways to um to keep ourselves from falling to fear It's made to keep ourselves busy with a hope, even if that's a hope, but if you keep Hammering that hope, it would bring you somewhere. And today we have something to talk about. Duke has a new, a new company, a new endeavor to talk about. I was doing this mainly to escape my fear of what I'd be doing if I go under. And um, this has been my point of view. I don't know what about yours. Yo. You want to add something on this?
5: Oh, you... Okay, right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, what I think about the moment what, that we're having everywhere, not, not only in the States, not in Canada, not in Europe, not here in Peru. Um, the the idea that we have, if we have to reinvent ourselves, uh, we have to see how we reach the patients that we need, uh, how we are going to reach uh, uh, the, the, make it a, a okay. The idea is, is, is as this, as how you're gonna uh, show everyone what you are thinking and how, how you are facing things. We have to change many many ways of uh that that we are comfort uh, to do usually, and the idea uh, when you reinvent yourself and if you want to be a game uh, make like a game changer uh, to act like a game changer that what we were talking about in the book and uh, relevancy and we have to make solutions different solutions. How we are gonna board something? How we are are gonna uh, reach my patients? How I'm gonna treat my patients and give them the, the 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 confidence to go to 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 my office? And how we are gonna make the uh, the attention that we're doing to our patients more easily to 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 do with the the technologies that we're having and. Many, many things that we have to rethink and we have to make uh, this, as Agatha told us, uh, to think out of the box and to make a better way to reach to the people that we love and the people that we are attending. And that's that's my idea about that. Uh, I'm What I'm trying right now is to make all the technology that I have by my hands, using teledentistry, using telehealth, using telecare also. Telecare is totally different. Telecare is using devices to bring me a a remote, to see in my office what the people signs are right now and to make a better diagnostic of that person. The idea is to have one patient, one of my patients who is at home right now. I have and, and tomorrow i have to go to see a patient at his home and the idea is this person have many issues many medical issues he got cancer he got um, and they have to to take out their stomach and they have many 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 things and he is it's like a crystal you have to be very careful with him and he has a problem in, in their mouth and, and and i have to go to to their house to bring me. I'm bringing a, a, a mobile unit uh, to to their house to see him. So the idea is to reinvent ourselves. The idea is how to reach, how to work with them, and don't forget about them, to care all the people that we have close to, and my personal, my staff also. I have to see uh, to to care about my personal also, and how they can work together and using this telework that we are doing right now. And many, many things that can uh, manage and, and make me think di- uh, things different. May, may I, now it's totally different the way I'm, 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 I'm looking at things and looking at my work right now than it was about three months ago. So totally different and that's something that we all have to change also we have to look at totally different we have to use many many tools that we don't even think about them about two or three uh, three months ago and that's the mm-hmm. idea and we have to work together also
0: <laughs> thank you Cuyo. uh Duke, do you have a perspective to share about uh, why you said to invest at the beginning of this crisis when you didn't have an income coming in? <laughs>
6: So, uh, yes, I mean, you know, I mean, it's fair to say that, you know, all of you are, are passionate about, you know, about uh, your profession and uh, it, it's come to a point where along with the relevancy uh, of, the, of the work that we do, um, wasn't a point about, you know, the financial aspect of it. Obviously, we, uh, we were in quite a downfall since uh, mid-March because of what was going on. We couldn't see our patients anymore and all of the issues that arises with, with our staff and everything um but one thing though that w- i do believe we're fortunate about is that we do have a um, you know a capacity to be to be able to leverage some um you know to leverage some depth up to a certain point and uh it came to a point where it was just about reaching my people you know so it started there and then you notice that there's a lot of people who are, who aren't able to to find help with uh, with a dentist. So then, how do you answer that? How how do you take care of that problematic in your community? Um, so that's how we we decided to move forward with this. Now, whether it's about reinventing ourselves in the way that we practice, or just about how we serve the community better, I mean, this this is just part of a bigger picture than just our small self at our clinic, you know, and that's, that's the whole um, that's the whole premise that, that made us push forward in this.
0: Thank you. I, I have to tell you guys, it's uh, it's so fun to exchange and we can go on for hours, especially if Paul Dominic, it's that intense every time. <laughs> and I love intensity, by the way, it's not an insult, but I feeling that we are teasing people about the problems and, and we still, I read the book twice, looking for mistakes, looking for, and there's so much in that book that we haven't disclosed, but that was the time we had. So I'll have to move forward on the, the, the final question before we close, and I'd like each of you to, to tell me what you think. How, writing this book, and we wrote a book in two weeks, we got it out on Apple in 51 countries in two weeks. By next week, we'll be on Amazon. So I hope you feel good about it, because I do. <laughs> <laughs> how writing this book will change your life? If you'd like to start with the uh, Dr. Dominique, if we start with you, how would this um, change?
3: Clarity. I think, uh, uh, you, you know, I, I've been, you and I have been talking for a while before I, I started writing uh, initially it was one chapter, but you, you divided it into two chapters, but we spoke for a while before. And, you know, I told you, um, y- you know, I, I, invested with the, the tele dentist, uh, since uh, last summer. Um, so, and even before then I'd started, you know, thinking about these issues. So when I, and I, I all the things that, that I, that I wrote about in that, in in those chapters were things that I I knew, Um, but I I went to the relevant sources, you know, just to make sure my research was accurate. And um, so that definitely leaves me with um, a certain sense of clarity, knowing the state of our profession um, and and putting it there on paper. and then you know knowing that you know things have to change i mean the numbers don't lie the data doesn't lie when you look at the numbers um you know and again i came from dental public health i used to be you know a faculty at university of kentucky uh public health dentistry so when you look at the 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 epidemiological data you know it's clearly the numbers aren't lying there um and we really need to do a a better job or in some you know w- w- the profession is is in a bit of hot water right now. Um, I think COVID will uh, um, keep us in that hot water for longer, and we really need to come out of it better. Um, so writing that chapter brought clarity to me.
0: Clarity. Thank clarity. you, Dominic. Who would like to go next?
6: Uh, I think uh, yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: no. yeah. Go
6: ahead. I mean, it it was. Uh like i said it, it it was really fun it was a uh, you know for myself it was the first experience doing this, and definitely want to get uh, get it going uh, and more and develop more on certain ideas but you know it allowed personally it allowed me to you know to introspect about different perspective about the profession we We rarely get the time we're so busy in our lives you know just seeing patients and uh, you this last few weeks and few months you know it, it allowed to reflect. On more than, than just the clinical aspect uh, of dentistry, but more on as, it uh, as a whole. And um, it's, um, you know, talking about passion, and, and all of us here can, can, uh, can probably have a perspective on that. But I, I've been doing it for, for 16 years. I, I'm still excited when my occlusal anatomy is, is nice and smooth. So those little things about the profession that I miss. Um, but at the end of the day, I mean, this crisis will will bring us closer together as dentists throughout the world, as a community. And um, you know, I'm, I'm positive we're going to come out here uh, with a, a viable and durable uh, solution for the
5: patients.
0: Thank you, Doug. Would you like to go next?
5: Yeah, sure. Um what I think about what we're doing in, in that book, call, uh, call it relevancy, it's very important to us because we have to make change. And we have to make change, we have to look behind us, what we've done before, and we have uh, to look forward because we have to see what we are gonna do to make it better for us and for our patients also. So the idea is to, uh, the idea, what I see of this is that we need to work together. We cannot grow by ourselves, not alone. We have to grow together. And we have to exchange this kind of uh, point of views, different point of views to make, to see what we can do to a better point of view and to enhance our profession and our career. And that's the idea that's what I think that's the importance of relevancy also
0: Thank you and I kept you for last because your life has been changed twice <laughs> in the last month. Eric, how it uh, in your point of view, how writing relevancy will change your life
4: um, to me uh, to me it's a it's a process uh, it's a process that uh, that has been fast tracked by uh, uh uh writing these words because uh because when you're you're in front of a of a deadline or when you have to to write something and it has to make some kind of sense um obviously you have to gather a lot of thoughts so you and you have time so it's a it's a pro, it's a journey it's a process it's not it's not finished yet but it triggers a lot of questions um and triggers a lot of questions to uh you know at first i went back to what i was doing why i was doing it and i think those are the first question you need before you need to do anything else you need to understand your why why what is your purpose and once you have your purpose you can then see if your current actions are aligned with that purpose um so so yeah from a very very personal standpoint uh it it triggers a lot of questions a lot of questions to where to go from now what to do next. Uh, how to to step in the new trend treads a uh, trend sorry of our, of our industry, and, and 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 it's not over. So uh, it, it's exciting to participate in in, in all these uh, initiatives that we have. Uh, where is it going to take me exactly? I'm I'm not sure, but I know that the answer has to come very quickly. So,
0: a <laughs> so third book is that what you sent me?
4: <laughs> i hope that the third book will have the conclusion <laughs> uh, well, that uh, I, I, I really because i i don't like to be uh to be questioning myself for too long so yeah i really hope that the third book uh and at this rate we've been doing one every two weeks so,
0: <laughs> so there's uh, look at me uh, <laughs> 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 so
4: so two more weeks left uh i mean it, it, we don't have um, all the answers and and, and certainly uh, um, uh answers cannot come only from a from a, a small group uh what's very interesting is that a lot of people have been joining and that's really uh, 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 to me it's been very exciting to see how many people were joining from time to time and, and and people who had no idea that were that were listening uh said oh yeah i saw your interview oh i saw your other interview and then, and then it went on and on so um so it's i enjoy it.
3: <laughs> so,
4: so i enjoy the process and uh and and hopefully we'll uh will 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 we'll
0: continue and uh, get answers pretty quickly As for myself um I, i'll i'll say it bluntly um before this crisis i didn't have many dentist friends i i, and I know a lot of dentists but i couldn't get along with the uh, general conversation and um, this crisis even if it confined me to my home brought me closer to many dentists you that uh, i never thought possible and uh, this changed my life in a way that i have hope that there's so many bright and smart people within our that it's possible for us to to organize and to move forward i'd like to share one of the idea that i had in the book and uh, I was waiting for one of you guys to raise a question, but since I can ask myself the question, I was stuck with it. But you know that it, is, it has been um, compared that where we're living now, it's just the first wave of tsunami. So yes, this, the virus that are increasing the body counts, but there's a bigger wave coming, and the bigger wave is called a recession. Everybody knows that. But to us dentists, that's going to be called, and I've used Paul words it's the great dental depression. So a lot of us might not survive. And if we still keep the image that there's a wave coming. If I go to the pyramid of Maslow, you know that the first um, stages of the pyramid is like, you have to survive. So you have to eat, then you have to reproduce, then you have to find shelter. But as you move up, the needs uh, the start change. And one of the, the higher level, of the, the middle level of it is you have to differentiate, meaning that you have to, amongst ourselves, we have to know who's on top of who. And this it's mainly our problem. We've been too busy different, differentiating to know who's the best among us. And with that, that attitude, create a kind of a glass ceiling on top of our head.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And using that image that there's a tsunami coming, most of us will disappear if the water's coming in and we have a glass ceiling on top of our head, that will be it. So, we, we, we did talk about the WET initiative, and I did not go on that subject today because that wasn't the, the relevancy of today's uh, summit, but mainly the WET initiative it's a bridge to bridge from where we are to on top of the glass ceiling. And if you use that image, it's just a way for us to, okay, we're gonna survive this, but now, relevancy, what is relevancy? It's what are we doing now that we've crossed to the other side? How are we gonna rebuild? A profession from the other side, and make no mistakes. We've been through the alphas, we had a summit of the overachievers. Uh, most of the people that I'm talking to today will survive. You will reinvent yourself because you've proven that already. But the, the real question that I'm asking here is if so few of us get out of this one, out, and I'm talking about dentists, what will happen on the other side? Our relevancy will push us to be absorbed or to be assimilated by another group that have make it and our ranks will be disseminated. So this is why so many of the alphas that usually don't play together or sharing or also opening up because we finally realized that the, as many people we can save from our ranks, the stronger we will be on the other side. And that was an idea. I can tell you that working with each one of you, and we're just a small group of Alpha Circus throughout the summit, there was so, were so many. I had that hope, which now it's, 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 it's a plan. It's more than a hope that it's possible. It's possible for, for people like us to come together, to share, to, to grow and it's just too bad that anil had to go cuz he had other engagement and he told me that in advance. but he he told us that if you give and you're grateful you'll be growing this is exactly what we're doing so this is the the message through relevance if you are like me and you're just lazy you don't want to go through the book i just give you the conclusion <laughs> i'm a bell i'm a bad salesman but that being said if we look at who this, this book is it's for. It's for mainly people like us, dentists, and even people that are not dentists who like to contribute because the dental industry is way bigger than just dentists. And, uh, Paul, I love the fact that you mentioned that we have to incorporate hygienists in our discussion and dialogue because it's time for us to, to stop building on those shields in the past saying that we're on top of a pyramid. That has changed. Right now, we're under the glass ceiling. The only way through is together. So, um, looking at who, who's not here at this stage, Poet, which is my co-author, he wants to be with us, but he's been called back to duty. He had his, uh, his scrub bomb. Uh, Dr. Daniel, which is also resuming his way, he called me and said, Ice apologize. There's nothing else I can do, but I, <laughs> I'm underwater now. I just have the, the green fire, the, the green light to reopen, and he learned that about in about two days. Dr. Igara, who has to resume also another summit. So, my message here to everybody who's listening, it's for those of you who still have the time to pause, and you know that sooner you have to resume, sooner you'll be jumping back in, um, don't jump back exactly the way you were. Because if you do this, you would be missing the point. And also, you might be stuck under the, the, the glass ceiling. Relevancy, it's mainly our way to share with you. It's, we don't tell you what to do. We tell you mainly there's a way out of it and be part of the conversation, be part of the dialogue. And we've been through this um, in depth. I, I, I was hoping that you guys would bring it up, but you guys are just teasers. It's, it's impossible to get something out of you. So maybe ourselves this time will be way higher because we teach people so badly. But this is not the end of anything. It's mainly the beginning of our journey. Hopefully one we can do together. Hopefully one we can learn from each other and we can help each other grow. Um, this is my hope. This is what you brought me. So gentlemen, to each of you, thank you. Thank you for having taken the time Thank you for having shared so much from the bottom of your heart, and you each have your own perspective. You each have your own opinion, and I love that. Within this summit, we can can see the sparkle going on. But with the respect, that's the way that we might find the good answer through this. Because if we start to put people aside, those people will just do something on their own, and this is mainly our recipe for the last hundred years. It's time for us to include everyone and to speak and join the dialogue. This was about the time we had. I took the last 15 minutes, so sorry, Paul. I know you have nothing to say, no, I'm behind <laughs> but if I'll let you uh, a minute to close, uh, starting with you, Paul.
3: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm good. I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm talked out. I've said what, what, what I need to say. I just want to, you know, thank you for, for, uh, bringing, uh, bringing all of us to the table and on this journey. Um, you know, I, I think, um, you know, definitely things are going to change, but if, you know, if we don't change ourselves, I believe the economy is going to force us to change, the economic environment going forward. Um, and some of us may be lucky and we may completely walk away unscathed. Um, but, you know, my main message to, to, to the dental community is, you know, we have to fight for our relevancy going forward. Uh, And we cannot, you know, seek control of our profession Um, because, you you know, as I don't know what's going to happen in Peru or Canada, but pretty much like in the last recession, um, when the dentist income starts to decline and they can't meet overhead, it's a perfect opportunity for the big guys to come in and buy you up and you see more consolidation going on. And, you know, ultimately, that's a way, you know, it's an indirect way we see control. And I believe we're going to see a lot more of that um, going forward.
0: Thank you, Paul. But you know, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Eric, you have the floor. Well,
4: uh, I I mean, it's an ongoing debate. I I really would, uh, the message I really want to send in in my closing arguments is that uh, I sound like a lawyer. <laughs> the, the message I want to say is: whoever is listening, uh, please reach out. I mean, uh, by all means, uh, th- this is not this is not a, this is not something we'll solve uh, just by being five, ten, or fifteen uh, of us. Uh, the more the more people you know join the conversation, the more ideas uh, uh, we, uh, we throw out there. Uh, first of all uh, it 's unprecedented i 've never seen in in, uh, in almost twenty years never seen um, communication amongst each other you know at that level very simple without without you know the competition, without saying, "Oh I built this, I did that, I did that many cases. do you do this case?" All this has been put aside, which is which I think is great, and it 's allowed to 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 debate ideas and, and 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 hopefully to uh plant the seeds to move forward. So, uh, I really hope that others will join and I really hope we can maintain this, uh, this, uh, this process, this journey uh, to, uh, to change because uh, I think we all agree on one thing is we cannot just resume to where we were and pretend like this never happened. Um, it, it's a change uh, uh, and it's something, and, and we have, if we embrace it, mm-hmm. we can really come and, and make the best of it. So thank you for including me uh, uh, in all of this. I, I really appreciate it. And uh, hopefully you can continue.
0: Thank you, Eric. Uh, Julio, would you like to go next?
5: Yeah, sure. Um, when I think about this, uh, about the whole experience of writing <laughs> and, and keep in touch with, with all the authors of this, and seeing their their experience and how they think about to get out of this, of this uh, pandemic and this problem that we are all having. And what I what I think is basically is sharing, is sharing uh, our experience, is sharing uh, the information how we all together we can get out of this of this problem and. And thinking forward and thinking about solutions and make it, make it, uh, make it worth, make it that, that this effort for, of all of us is going to make us uh, get out of this and this and make us very, very strong and make it all the things that we can do for our patients and the people that we have around us. Thank you very much for the opportunity, and thank you very much to being part of this, the Alphas
0: support. it was an honor. Duke, uh, you have been, you had a chance to be uh, in the book, the, the closure in dentistry, and I need your eloquence now to close our summit with your words, inspiring how we love being dentists, how we're gonna prevail as dentists. And how are we going to just be better through this? That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, the floor. <laughs> I mean, the,
6: book, the, the book in itself, I mean, the title speaks very strongly to me and it, it reaches very deeply in, in, uh, in the way that we are, you know, as dentists. And personally, if I speak from, from my standpoint, um, it's a passion that's been driving uh, my life, you know, uh, for the last 16 years now, uh, talking about hope is definitely a take-home message that we can get from that. Um, and uh, this will for sure bring all of us as Dan is closer than we've ever been because this is an unprecedented event. Um, we've been all touched and affected by this in different ways, uh, but we've been fortunate enough that uh, we can attend you know, uh, today and and all share uh, what we've been going through with our experiences. Um, but moving forward, it's all about being able to serve better the population, serve better a community, and uh, by being grateful for what's going on and giving back, uh, it, that's definitely in the solution that needs to be envisioned. So I thank you very much for for the invitation, and it was a very enjoyable afternoon
0: uh, being part of all of this. Thank you, Dr. Do. Um, I'll conclude with this. It's go get the book. It is already available on Apple Book. And Amazon will be withdrawing in about a week for print on demand. It's relevancy. Uh, It's mainly a way to open the light log. And also you'll be finding a lot of cool tips to to go through what's what's following in the the following days a week. And... Just like everybody said here, this is not the end. We promise to be here. We promise to be, maybe not as, um, as often, but we will be here. And looking forward one for another, this is the way we're gonna just move forward. Doctors, gentlemen, thank you for having taken the time for, for being with us, for being that genuine and open.
8: I'm living right here now and I don't want to miss out this Is what life's all about? The world is calling and I'm listening Diesen dürfen